things like that. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Things Like That podcast. My name is Allie Leibert, your host, and I am so excited to be back. If this is your first episode, it's been about two months since I've recorded. If you go back to the last episode available, I mentioned very excitedly that my husband and I would be moving to Germany, and we've been here for about a month now, which is so insanely crazy to say. I can't believe it's already been it might be over a month. Um, it's December 24th, Christmas Eve. I'm recording this at 11.30 p.m. in true Allie Libert's Things Like That podcast fashion. And I have dreamt of this moment. Like when we were – the whole year, my husband had been stationed overseas and I was back in America. So I knew that he'd be coming home in a year and we'd be moving to Germany together in a year. And – when I would get anxious and just stressed, I would think of a few different scenarios. And one of them was just like being in our new house in Germany, being able to like have my podcast set up and just feel so much creative inspiration and so at peace. And I don't have my like cute podcast set up that I will eventually have. We're working on our office space right now. Right now you're just set up on our kitchen counter, which is totally fine with me because I normally work would record in the Target parking lot or in a closet or wherever, but I am so excited to be back. Sorry it took so long. Um, I told myself I would record today and it's 1130 at night and I'm like, oh shoot, I never did. And I told my husband, I'm like, oh, I still need to do my episode, kind of hoping he would be like, oh, like just, you know, do it tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, do it. Like, um, go do it. Like he loves when I record my podcast and he has his computer set up now. So he'll be able to record this one. And here we go. I have so much to update you on. I wrote some notes so I could keep up with everything and kind of have an idea in my head of what to say, but it's just going to be per usual a word dump. And there'll be a few other like not necessarily like a part two, but just other things I want to do an episode of its own on about like our move here and things we've experienced. But let me just dump and spill to you what's how everything's gone. So we moved to Germany on November 10th and so many people were like, you're moving during the holidays. You're going to get homesick. I could never move to another country. Aren't you going to miss your family? And yes, I, I miss people, but I'm so excited to be back with my husband. Being together again is such a dream. Feels so good. And being in our own space again and being in Germany, like it just feels like we're meant to be here. It feels like me and John, me and him have been here before. Like we are just meant to be here right now. And I'm so glad to be here with him. And you know, like when family calls and FaceTimes, it's like heartwarming. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, like, of course I love to see them, but I just feel so good here with John and I couldn't ask for anything more. And so I've still just been like on a high and we'll talk about, you know, some breakdowns and things I've had. But since we got here, it's been so good with us just being back together, like first and foremost, and just 
all the little things we've experienced. And that started with the flight to Germany. It was honestly such a breeze. I was expecting a long travel day, many things to go wrong, stress, like, you know how, you know, just long travel days are. This was going to be the longest flight I've been on. My therapist had like prepped me for weeks for like flight anxiety and anything that could stress me out. And I feel like that definitely helped, but I was expecting like something way worse. And when we landed in Germany, I was like, it doesn't even feel like we're here because that just felt like such a, an ease of a trip that like, how are we across the ocean in Europe? (laughs) Like our first flight was two hours and then we had the second leg of the flight, which was eight hours. So in total with like travel to the airport, layover, all that, we had been traveling for about 12 hours and we took off in America at, what time did we get there? I think our flight was at like 8 a.m. and we got to Germany at like 8 a.m. Germany time. So the day was kind of starting again. So we got there and got right to business to get stuff done. But the flight was so good, the, especially the second flight, which was the long international flight. Um, we, we got our tickets and we saw that we weren't sitting next to each other. So John was like, okay, let's just go to like the front desk and ask them if, you know, they could switch our tickets, like just to see maybe when we get seated, we'll, we can ask somebody around us. Cause that was the flight I was most worried about. It was the longest one. Like, of course, we'd be fine sitting apart, but I was like, it would just be so much better. Plus, like, John had just come home, so I'm like, I want to sit by you. (laughs) And we asked them, and she's like, oh, like, we actually have a whole row available that we'll put you guys in. And we thought they meant they were just putting us, like, a row apart. And we were like, oh, like, is there any seats together? And she's like, I'm giving you your own row. And we were like, oh, my God. And so we just felt so special. And then we get on the plane and pretty much everyone had their own row. Like the plane was so empty. So everyone was just like on their own row, just lounging. So we sat in our own row. We watched movies and then we slept for, John slept for like five five hours. I slept for like maybe three. Um, but we got this amazing pasta dish, like just this cheesy It was like a pasta dish with like tomatoes, asparagus, mushrooms, cheese with like a tart dessert on the side and a drink of our choice, of course. And then um, we got a breakfast sandwich right before we landed. They gave us chocolates as we landed. Like it was just such a, a nice flight. Like we weren't it wasn't first class or anything. I was so amazed with how well they treated us. And that was another like scene that I would put in my head when I was feeling anxious or missing John like just like laying on his shoulder being on a plane together on the way to Germany and so just being able to like be in that moment that I had envisioned for a whole year was just like like all of it's just been a deep breath just being with John again and so we land and this is where it gets funny because we land and we um, find a hotel uh, get to that hotel it's it's great. Um, it had two rooms, a little kitchen, laundry. So we were set because we had to be there for a little bit until we found a house that we were going to permanently stay in. And so we get there, put our stuff down, and there were so many things we had to do. We had to like get a German phone plan. Um, we had to you know, pick up food, just all these things we needed to get done that day, um, checking into John's work. 
we wanted to look at cars that day. We were trying to just get as much as we could done because it was the morning and we were like, let's just go, go, go. So John's used to like being running off, not a lot of sleep and just pushing through. For me, I need a lot of sleep. And even though I was so excited, the like tiredness really started to hit me. And so did the pasta, which was very cheesy. It's so good. I still dream of it. It's honestly a pasta I would have paid like $16 to $18 for at like a, a nicer restaurant. I was shocked by how good it was. But oh my God, it did not sit well with my stomach. And I was like having like after plane motion sickness. Everything was kind of spinning. It was also my stomach that was making me like sick like that. But everything was starting to spin. I was kind of having like an endo flare up. Like I had this major cramp on my lower right hip and I was just like a mess walking through all the stores trying to get stuff done with him. And at one point we were sitting there um, signing up for something and I was like, I need to go to the bathroom right now. Um, and John was like, it'll be like five minutes. And I'm like, N I need to go. And so he finished that up and I go to the bathroom and the things that happen in that bathroom, I can't, unexplainable, disgusting. But after that, I felt so much better. <laughs> I wasn't as dizzy. I still didn't feel good, but my body just purged. And so I was like, all right, I think we need to just you know, go back to the hotel and sleep. And the tiredness definitely hit. I, we felt like our jet lag lasted for like five days. I've never had that before, but we would like, we would wake up at like 8am because there was so much we had to do when we first got there. Like there's so much like glamorous looking on the outside of like seeing someone move to another country but when you're the one doing it, like, it's like you're so thankful to be there, but it was so much stuff and we were so tired. So we'd wake up at like 8 a.m. so we could get to places before they close. Because um, a lot of places here have like longer lunches or they close for several hours and then reopen later. We also didn't have a car, so we were relying off rides from his new coworkers who we didn't even know yet. And we're still like, hey, can you give us a ride? And we would try and get stuff done. We'd get home at like four o'clock and we'd fall asleep at like 7 30 and then we'd wake up at like 2 a.m fully awake be up till like 6 a.m fall asleep and have to wake up at seven so it was just we were on this weird sleep schedule we couldn't get adjusted but it was so nice just being together again even if it was in a hotel with you know everything out of order no real schedule it was just so nice to just be together again and we let's see I have a long list of things to tell you about we also got a car which has been insane we went to the car lot or like the car dealership on base because we were like okay we're gonna get one nicer car um that John wanted me to drive so it was like reliable he didn't have to worry about me breaking down anywhere and we could use it to also drive to other countries, travel, have something reliable. So we were like, let's buy still a used car, but like a nicer car from the dealership, like reputable. So we'll be set. And then another car, kind of like a, a cheaper car that we would just pay in cash that John could use to go to work. And so it was insane getting the loan for that. Just it's all, you know, the back and forth of going to the dealership, going here 
And then the car, we had to wait a week for it to get shipped here from a different dealership that it was at, like on the other side of Germany. And we've had so many problems with it. It has been insane um, and very frustrating because their motto was that it would, you know, all, all our cars pass the inspection because you have to bring your car to an inspection here before you can register it. Failed the inspection. That has been a mess. Um, it's still drivable, but it's just so many, so many things are wrong with it. It's only a 2018. And like the whole reason we got like a car that required more of an investment is so we didn't have to keep bringing it into a shop and we could just trust that it was working. But that's been crazy. And I feel bad because John's been dealing with most of that adult stuff. I've been dealing with like getting the house together. So I'll keep you updated on that. But that's been kind of crazy. I've decided that I'm not going to get He's using that car now. I've decided I'm going to wait a little bit for us to get a second car because we got our house. I'm obsessed with it. I'm going to have to do another episode on just the house and how John literally manifested it and how it's just our perfect house. Like it is our house. <laughs> and I'll explain way more in another episode. But within like five minutes walking distance, there's a fresh local market, a bakery, a nail salon, um, a cafe, a little like library stand thing, a what's it called? A flower shop, a hair salon, like all within walking distance and within walking distance, a bus stop into town. So right now I'm not working. And if I like choose to work from home, I'm like, I really won't need a car. Like I can, you know, get around with what's around me. So we're kind of just going with that right now. But some other things we've done in just the month we've been here because it's Christmas time. And before I even moved here, everyone would always tell me about the Christmas markets in Germany. And I am the biggest lover of Christmas. I love it so much. I just feel like a little kid. It brings me so much joy. So I was just so excited for these Christmas markets. So one of the first things we did is go to the little Christmas market in the city near us. And it was nice, but it definitely wasn't like one of the bigger ones. Um, so it was kind of like a good intro to it, but it was more of just everyone drinking Glühwein, which is like a, a warmed wine that everyone suggested. And it was pretty good, but I got really tipsy just off a little bit of it. And so that was more of just like a drinking vibe, which we were looking for like a Christmas vibe of like different little shops and, you know, trinkets to buy. But it was still fun to get out. And it also started our Christmas mug collection. So I didn't realize how serious that is here, especially I feel like for Americans. When we were looking for a Christmas market to go to, we joined this Christmas market Facebook page. Take a shot every time I'd say freaking Christmas market. And John was like, oh, it seems like most people collect the mugs from these things. And I was like, okay, like who cares about mugs? Like I'm not going to spend like 20 bucks on a mug because in America, if you go to like an amusement park or Disney, like any souvenir you buy is going to be like 20 bucks, you know? And I was like, I'm not really that much of a mug person. And then we get there and I see on this Facebook page how serious these, these spouses take it. Like one lady um, like they trade, trade mugs, like from all different markets all over Europe. One lady's like, my husband didn't take me to Christmas markets last year. So 
I showed him by getting 25 mugs at this Christmas market. Like it is, they have mug setups, like it is a serious thing. And I'm very competitive. So when I realized like, oh, we're like on a hunt for mugs, like, okay, I will hunt for mugs. <laughs> so I'm obsessed with collecting these things now. I've set a limit of only getting two at each market because when you get it, you get a drink in it. So you pay like three euro for the drink and a three euro deposit on the mug. So if you bring the mug back, you get your three euro back. So for like six dollars, you're getting either like hot chocolate, coffee, an alcoholic drink, and then the mug. So that kind of started my mug obsession. They're so cute. Um, Excuse me. Every market has different style mugs. It's so fun. And now I have cute Christmas decor. So we enjoyed that Christmas market. Then one weekend, we had found out that there was going to be a Comic-Con in Stuttgart, which was about, I think, three hours from us. And literally the whole week in the hotel, we were just watching um, cosplay YouTube videos, like just people at Comic-Con and all their different like cool cosplay outfits. And then we found out there was one not too far away. So we were like, let's do it. So John bought the tickets and booked a hotel. So we took a little weekend trip to Stuttgart, went to Comic-Con, which was so much fun. I... We didn't dress up because we found out so last minute or else we would have, but it was so fun and I get emotional about the weirdest things and seeing people just live their life like made me emotional. (laughs) It was just nice to see everyone doing their thing and there was an after party there too and I feel like growing up I judged people who like watched anime or did cosplay and now I love it (laughs) and it was so cool just like partying with people who like watch anime and cosplay because I feel like they know people judge them anyway so they're just themselves so I feel like I I felt like no one was judging me for my dancing I felt like I could be myself and they also had alcohol there (laughs) and they were just these these cool like they looked like beer bottles and they had different mixed drinks in them and they would come frozen and they'd put them in this cool little unfreezing machine I don't know what else to call it And then they'd hand hand you your drink. The drink was only $7. I drank the whole thing pretty fast because it was like a sugary drink. And I get to the bottom of it and I'm like, oh, let's see how much percentage this was. And it was like 14% alcohol. So I was like, oh, fuck me. Like, because I'm like a one and done person. So I was drunk. So I was just enjoying the night. Um, I freaked myself out because I never get drunk. And so I'm like, John, am I going to die? Like, what's wrong with me? He's like, you're just drunk. And we just had the best time. The next day we went to the Stuttgart Christmas market, which we fell in love with. We love Stuttgart. It was this beautiful little like city center town. It was like we were at the bottom of a valley almost because you look around and you just see like the mountain of like houses and hills around that little city. The architecture was beautiful. There was a Ferris wheel set up. There was over 300 stalls with like Christmas stuff you could buy. The only thing I messed up on is I was like, I want to get cute Instagram pictures here. I'm just going to wear a cute outfit. And I didn't bundle up and I froze my literal ass off. Um, I had to buy like a hat while I was there. I was freezing, but we got two new mugs and hot chocolate and the hot chocolate at these Christmas markets is the best hot chocolate I've ever had. It's the most, it's like the creamiest, chocolatiest, 
hot chocolate ever. I love it. So I had two glasses of that there. And that was the first time I practiced my German. I have no experience like speaking German, never took German classes, but I really want to learn it while I'm here. John took four years of German in high school. So he has like a pretty decent background on it. So he's been jumping in and like um, speaking German. Oh my God, my computer's saying I only have 10 minutes left to record. All right, I got to speed through this. Um, so I've been practicing my German. John's been helping. After that, we got COVID, deathly ill for like a week and a half, hated that. <laughs> um, but we're on the mend and doing better and getting out of the house again and enjoying life again. That was my first time getting COVID too. So I was just like, that, that was miserable. I also want to talk to you about some of the weird things here. Let me take a drink, a drink of my cranberry juice and take a breath because I'm, I can just feel that I'm like, we're dumping to you. Okay. Some weird things here in Germany is the sorting trash situation. I promise even the environmental girlies in America, you would be stressed and overwhelmed with this because we're so used to just ease in America and just throwing shit out however we want. Here you have to have a bin for paper and cardboard, a bin for plastic, tin, tin foil. Um, I think it's rubber, um, cartons, and then a bin for mixed items. So that's like, it's paper, but it has a bunch of food on it. Or like, um, let's see, like soiled paper towels or like pads or whatever. And then you have another trash bin for just like food, like um, leftover food, like peelings of food. So it's just, it's a lot because you look at this chart and you're just like, okay, I have this item. Where do I put it? So that's honestly been like, I feel like this is bad to say, but just kind of annoying. Like I just want to throw shit in just one bin. Um, so that's definitely been a new thing. And like the trash goes out on different days with all that. So it, it's like a lot. Um, two, we packed a lot of stuff not thinking about the fact that here they run off a different voltage. So a lot of the electronics we packed, we can't plug in here. So we've had to buy new things for it. So some things have been dual voltage. So we just have to buy an adapter. Some things we have to use a transformer for. It, so that's, that's stuff you just don't even think of. So that's all new stuff you have to buy too. Um, there, most houses here don't have a lot of closet space. We were so lucky. Again, this house is such like thank you universe. Like John manifested this so well. Our landlord left like a bunch of their old closet space here, like um, not cupboards, but wardrobes and things like that. But most houses don't have closet space. So you have to buy a lot of those things on your own. The Autobahn isn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. I still haven't driven on it yet, but I assumed it was like this like crowded speeding highway where like you get on and you just get zipped into this whirlwind. And if you're going, you know, a little bit slow, you're ran off the road, but it's really just like a normal highway. <laughs> um, number four, a lot of things here are closed on Sundays, which is actually really nice because it's like a forced day of rest. Um, let's see, public restrooms, you have to pay for them. Most of them aren't free. And there's no AC here, which hasn't been a problem yet because it's freezing. 
Um, but there's no AC. So our house, again, so thankful they're already on here, have these things called Rolodens, which are kind of like this tin folding thing on the outside of your window that roll down to try and keep like some of the sun out in the summer. So that's another interesting thing. And speaking German, I've literally been at the market and just stand there frozen because I'm like, I don't know how to say this word and I don't want her to just assume she knows English. Like it's definitely scary and it's really changed my perspective on like people in America who are from other countries and how they feel, you know, when they're still learning um, English or even when they're fluent in English, but still probably just tired at the end of the day after having to speak a whole different language than their native language. Um, but some things that I've loved is being with John again, such a dream, just being in our own house, being able to do our own thing, build our own space together again, and just live life together again. I love it. It's been so good. <laughs> and then oh, walking to the local fresh market in the bakery, I literally just look like this bundled up little old lady, just like walking down the street to pick up some stuff every other day. Um, it's helped me practice my German. It makes me just feel so cute and fun. <laughs> and it's just like my time to go for a walk and explore the town. And I'm just very much in my housewife era. I love cooking dinner. I've cooked some really, really good dinners. Um, they have like these soup packets here and I'll just cut up fresh veggies. I'll make like tortellini. I won't make it. I'll, I'll buy it and heat it up in the water. <laughs> um, and like or gnocchi and make like a soup. Um, we get bread, we heat it up every night. Like it's just been so nice just sitting down for dinner again, cooking together. That was like our thing before John left was cooking together. So that's been so nice. Um, snow days, we have like such a beautiful view from our house. Again, I'll talk about this in another episode, but I just love to like look outside. Anytime I'm overwhelmed, I just look outside and I'm like, wow, like how does depression or anything even exist when the world looks like this? Um, so that really just kind of helps reset me. And also I've been putting on like for Christmas, it's been like Christmas jazz, but I'll put on like a YouTube video with like a scenery and just listen to jazz. I don't know like what's happening to me, but I just, <laughs> I just listen to slow jazz and just clean the house. And there's been mental breakdowns and, you know, moving here to care of my mental health but I definitely love it here I love being with John here we're meant to be here and it's been so amazing but there's also been things like it's so expensive to move especially overseas um, so always keep that in mind when you see people talking about like moving overseas it is expensive um, it's a lot of things to get done. We've been here for like a month and we still have a list of things we, we need to do. There's always something new we need to buy that I forgot to pack or didn't pack or a new storage thing or a new utility thing because the other one isn't the right voltage like or just even like stocking up on new cleaning supplies like um, it's a lot. It's also freezing cold here right now so it's like you just want to sit and be bundled up but it has been amazing. I love it so, so much. Um, I'm just so thankful. And I'm so excited to be podcasting again. And I'm thankful for my husband for pushing me to do this episode again. It's it's not that I like, I love podcasting. It's just, 
I'm not good at, with to-do lists. They stress me out. So even if it's something I love, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do something else. But I'm. thank you so much for listening to me spill for the last 30 minutes. Felt like a cute little FaceTime. And just thanks for listening to my story and supporting me this last year while John was gone. I'm so glad he's home. It feels so good. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.